A spiritual person is a Christian who consistently operates from a divine frame of reference. Dr. Tony Evans says every Christian has been given the mind of Christ. What God does is he shares his thoughts with you. So you literally begin to think God's thoughts after him. This is The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans, author, speaker, senior pastor of Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship in Dallas, Texas, and president of The Urban Alternative. Many times when we say, I know what you're thinking, it turns out we really don't. But today, Dr. Evans talks about how the Holy Spirit can actually help us think the thoughts of Jesus. Let's join him as he explains. When a person accepts Christ... God installs a receiver, a capacity to pick up signals from up there. You don't see up there, but it's a frequency. This frequency is translated into your house, your body, and picked up on by a receiver. Now, if you're a believer, you have one. But if a receiver is turned off, you don't get a picture, even though you have the capacity to get a picture. Paul talks about this in detail. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, where he informs us about the frequency of heaven. He says in verse 9, For just as it is written, things which eye hath not seen, ear hath not heard, and which hath not entered into the heart of man, all that God has prepared for those who love him. Now, first, when you hear that, you might think he's talking about heaven. But look at verse 10. For to us, God revealed them through the Spirit. So he's talking about something that God has revealed, not something that is awaiting us in the sweet by and by. He's talking about the illuminating work of the Spirit to give us the frequency of heaven, the invisible wave from up there, what God has revealed through his spirit that allows the receiver to translate it to your life. God's spirit, the third member of the Trinity, has access to God's database. And he does a deep search, like a deep sea diver. He can go down in places and collect data that goes beyond your human limited finite capacity can assimilate. Because he goes to the deep things of God. And remember, you have the receiver. I'm amazed that all the movies that you can get, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of movies, simply because you have a receiver that can pull it down from up there an invisible frequency to give you a picture down here. Well, he says that's what the Spirit does. Like an engine in a car, the Holy Spirit has been placed in every believer. Verse 11, For who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the Spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, the thoughts of God, no one knows except the Spirit of God, because he's got the information. Now, we have received, talking about Christians, believers, 
not the spirit of the world. This is very important. Stay with me here. But the spirit who is from God, so that we may know the things freely given to us by God. It's freely given by God. But it's not the spirit of the world. Verses 15 and 16. But he who is spiritual, not natural. A spiritual person is a Christian who consistently operates from a divine frame of reference. In other words, they want to know God's perspective up front as a normal way of operating. Now, we don't do it perfectly in our humanity and our limitations, but the idea is to do it progressively. Isaiah 40, verse 13, asks a question. Who has known the mind of the Lord? And from whom does he seek counsel? In other words, God is uneducatable. Did you hear me? God is uneducatable. You can't give him new information. You can't come up with new data. You, you can't come up with God saying, oh, 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 you got me on that one. Oh, I, I never knew about that. See, so who, can, who can give God? Well, wait a minute. If you can't give God new information and he has all knowledge about all information, about not only subjects that exist, but subjects that could exist if they did exist. That's how much God knows. He not only knows what is, he knows what could have been. Because that's why Jesus could say, if. If this group had what you had, they would have done this. Because he not only knows what is, he knows what might have been. In other words, you can't inform him. He's uneducatable. Since God is uneducatable, he gives information. He doesn't receive it. Amen. He gives data. You don't teach Google. Google teaches you. So all things. So there's no category that's exempt from the frequency of heaven because it involves an omniscient God whose spirit, God the third person of the Trinity, is fully informed. I love this thing about all things. Let me, let me go into an area where I'm walking on a, a tightrope here. And if, I'm, if I don't use this understanding correctly, charge it to my heart, not my head. Or my head, not my heart, whatever way that goes. I don't know what it means, but popping up on my phone, I get iOS notifications. Okay, so I know I'm on tricky territory right now. Okay. But these notifications keep giving me up-to-date information. Something just happened in the world. Something just happened. It just, just pops up. It just pops up on my phone notifying me of something I did not have knowledge of because of how recent it occurred. The Holy Spirit is so comprehensive in his illuminating power, he has up-to-date notifications. Why? Because life is ever-changing. New things are coming up. 
Today is different than yesterday. Tomorrow is going to be different and things come at us and we need to be notified so that we can appraise it and know how to respond or react to it. Yet he, the spiritual person, is appraised by no one. Hello. He says, the spiritual man understands all things, but folk don't understand him. He is appraised by nobody. How you come up with that? What made you see that? How did you notice that? How did you figure that out? I can't figure you out. How are you being victorious in this situation? Why do you have peace in what you're going through? Why haven't you thrown in the towel? Why is this working the way it's working? Because non-spiritual folk can't figure out spiritual folk. And the reason why is y'all not listening to the same station. One group is on AM and another group is on FM. And those are two different frequencies. And that means two different programs. See, on Sunday, we got folk who want to be FM and then they leave the church and become AM. They start off with God, but then they go to the world and get their information from human wisdom. He says, but the spiritual man, he's not appraised. He's not fully understood by the natural man or the carnal Christian who is functioning as a natural person. Dr. Evans will have more on the frequency of heaven when he returns in just a moment. But first, I wanted to let you know about a valuable package of resources that can help if you're feeling discouraged or weighed down by the issues of life. It's a sermon series from Dr. Evans called Developing Kingdom Vision, and it includes the full-length version of today's lesson, along with six other relevant messages. Through these lessons, you learn that trials, difficulties, sadness, and grief don't need to be overwhelming. They can all be overcome to the degree that you allow your spiritual eyesight to take priority over your physical outlook. All seven of the full-length messages in this collection are available today on instantly downloadable MP3s or in a CD album. You can get a copy as our gift when you contact us and make a donation to the Ministry of the Alternative. Just visit us today at TonyEvans.org to make a donation and request the Kingdom Vision Package. Along with the audio series, we're including an extra gift, Tony's recently released Kingdom Focus book that builds upon the practical insights and truths we've been hearing about all this week. Get the details on this bundle at TonyEvans.org or call us at 1-800-800-3222 and one of our friendly team members will be happy to help with your request. Again, that's TonyEvans.org or by phone, 1-800-800-3222. Well, here's Dr. Evans with part two of today's message. And then he brings it all home in verse 16. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? Okay, that goes back to Isaiah 40, 13. Who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? The answer obviously is, well, nobody can teach God anything. And here it is, here it is. But we, Christians, who are spiritual, 
we have the mind of Christ. He, he brings it all home here. Every Christian possesses the mind of Christ like every human being has a brain. Okay, let me say it again. Every human being has a brain. Every Christian has the mind of Christ. What does the brain do? Send signals to the body about how it should operate. The brain tells the hand to move, the leg to move, the mouth to speak. When there is a stroke, when there is an infirmity of the brain, the data, the frequency is not given to the body at a level that the body can respond to it. There has been a breakdown in transmission. You have, every Christian, the mind of Christ. It's been planted in you. What the brain is to the body, follow me, the mind is to the soul. It dispenses data so that the life gets information from heaven which is the mind of Christ. The whole point of this is that you now begin to look at life as Christ would look at it because he calls it the mind of Christ. So you literally begin to think God's thoughts after him. Now, why is this important? Because where you pick up the signal is in the mind. In the mind, I don't just mean the brain. The mind is the information center of the soul, like the brain is the information center of the body. So what God does is he shares his thoughts with you so that you begin to think as he's thinking because the two of you are thinking alike at the same time. Because you're on the same wavelength with the receiver. You have the mind of Christ, the capacity to think God's thoughts after him. They will always be true with his word, but they will be applied in your life. My sermon today is what I call national news. It's big picture stuff. But when you leave here, you need some local news. You need some stuff that relates to your personal situation. You don't need Fox News National, you need Fox News Local, NBC Local. You need local news. I'm giving you national news because I don't know everybody's situation. You don't know all my situation. But guess what? You have the mind of Christ so that the Holy Spirit can give you local news. He can bring things to your mind related to the realities that you are dealing with if you are in sync with him. Amen. Which means that your engagement with the Holy Spirit must be a lifestyle. In other words, you got to leave the receiver on. Not turn it on on Sunday and turn it off all week long. The receiver has to be left on. You have the mind of Christ. There is a frequency from heaven that informs your thinking. And he says, when it informs your thinking, back to verse 9, you will see things that I cannot see. 
He says, you will hear things that ear cannot hear. And you will perceive things that have not entered into the heart of man. In other words, things you wouldn't naturally have come up with. So this is not talking about physical because you're seeing things I can't see. You're hearing things that you can't hear and you're perceiving things that your humanity can't perceive. He means he's giving you a frequency from another realm that goes beyond the physical but enters the mind. The Bible calls it the renewing of the mind. You begin to think God's thoughts after him. As you apply national news based on his word to your local situation, God, I'm in touch with your spirit. I need you to appraise this. I was telling the singles, it's easy to see a shining car, but you better look under the hood. Because many of folk has driven off with a lemon that looked good. So you need to have an appraisal that lets you see beyond the obvious or the physical so that you can look deeper into a situation, into a job situation, a relocation situation, uh, an investment situation. The Spirit of God does all that because guess what? It deals with all things. I uh, had to make a quick trip to Baltimore my hometown, to take care of some affairs that still needed to be addressed since my father's death. I was his executor of his will and handled all of his affairs during the time of his illness. And so a few days ago, I had to go and take care of some legal and structural matters. One of the things I had to do was to go by my, my home, still there in Baltimore, uninhabited for this time since he's been gone. And some things had to be done in relationship to it. So I drove up and pulled up. It was somewhat emotional to go back to the old block and the old house and all the memories of growing up there all the things that I was taught there and shown there by him. And I went into the home and I walked around just sort of reflecting for a little bit. One of the items, one of the few items still left there is the kitchen table. I went into the kitchen and I sat down and just kind of looked around and thought, remembered, teared up a little bit at uh, all the memories that flooded. Then I looked over to the right, and there was our old television. Right next to it was the DirecTV receiver. So there was the old television. There was the DirecTV receiver. I will use some of that time that I set at the table to work on today's sermon. And as I looked over at the TV and the receiver, I remembered something. One year, I came there and they were switching from analog. And I told my father, look, 
You don't worry about the television. You love to watch the old Westerns and things. I said, I've got this. We'll call DirecTV. We'll get them to set you up. And he said, I, I, don't, I don't have money for that. I said, Dad, you don't have to worry about that. I will make sure the bill comes to me. And you just enjoy what you want to enjoy for the television. So as I sat there in the kitchen, and I looked over at the television and the direct TV receiver, I was reminded that for all of that time, he never had to pay for it. He could watch it whenever he wanted to, 24 hours a day, because the bill was always sent to me to pay for it. And as I was sitting there reflecting on it, it dawned on me. There is a price for this receiver, you just don't have to pay for it. Because 2,000 years ago, on the cross of Calvary, Jesus Christ picked up the tab so that he could give you a receiver. Now, when I pressed the button, I just went over to press the button. I pressed the button, and it didn't come on. It didn't come on because it was canceled. Now, remember that I called and canceled it because my father was not there anymore. He had already gone to heaven. You see, when you go to heaven, you won't need a direct TV receiver anymore. Because Paul says, I now look at life through a glass darkly. But on that day, I will know as I am known. So there will come a time when you won't have to wonder, you won't have to search, you won't have to deal with invisible wavelengths. Because then, face to face, you will see them. But in the meantime, you got a receiver that's been paid for by the blood of Jesus Christ. So why don't you keep it on and use it so that you can get all the benefits of high-level communication with Almighty God. Dr. Evans will come back with a closing word in just a moment. But first, I want to remind you that you can visit TonyEvans.org to request that special package of resources I mentioned earlier. All the full-length messages in Tony's current series called Developing Kingdom Vision. The entire seven-part series is our gift to you, along with the Kingdom Focus book, when you contact us and make a donation to help support Tony's ministry. Make the arrangements today at TonyEvans.org. You'll find a section on the homepage that's there just for this special offer. Or if you prefer, let one of our team members assist you when you call 1-800-800-3222. The number again, 1-800-800-3222. Illusionists work hard to keep their audience focused on things that don't matter so they won't notice the things that do. And Dr. Evans says the devil uses the same tactic with us. Well, on Monday, Tony will teach us how to develop the kind of spiritual eyesight we need to filter out distractions and maintain an eternal focus. Right now, though, he's back to wrap up today's message with these important words. Thank God that you have a receiver if you have accepted Christ. If you've not accepted Christ, you can do that right now by acknowledging you're a sinner and that you need a Savior. Acknowledging that Jesus is that only Savior. And now you transfer all of your trust in Him, telling Him that you 
of leaving him alone for the forgiveness of sins and the gift of eternal life. You're looking to him alone to forgive you of your sins and save you. You're looking to him alone for a new life. If you are a believer, let him know that you want to stay in touch with him as a way of life, not as a visitor. Because you want to be able to appraise all things from heaven's perspective. The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans is brought to you by The Urban Alternative and is made possible by the generous contributions of listeners like you. 